What is up, guys? It is Taylor Dior Rumble. And Maisie Smith-Walters. And you're listening to Messy Planet, where we discuss pop culture, politics, and all the pettiness in between. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to discuss the pending matrimony of Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Yay! I don't know why I have my hands clasped together. I was like... Because we're in church. (laughs) We are in church. No, we're not. But yeah, I mean, that has been probably the biggest, arguably, yeah, the biggest story of the week. Oh, yeah, definitely. And now the coverage will be relentless. No doubt we'll be getting updates every single day about this new royal engagement. Which I'm happy about because I'm thrilled. Not thrilled, but like, I love to like just bask in all of this drama and gossip about what she's going to wear who's going to be invited, you know, where it's going to be. And I'm just all about it. Like, I love weddings. I love watching weddings, watching wedding vows. So this is my thing. I'm in my element this week. I On Monday when it was released, every tweet was about it. It was about <laughs> Meghan, Meghan stands, Prince Harry's name. I, don't, I can't even remember what other crap I said that day. I was just obsessed and just gassed over it. Because you're slightly a royalist as well, aren't you? You don't like to admit it, but you, you dead us are. Yeah, uh, I guess so. Because if there's only two, if you have Republican and Royalist, if you those two, then I'd say a Royalist. You know, I'm aware of the atrocities that they did with the whole imperialism. You know, <laughs> that whole imperialism s- thing. Savages yeah. in quote marks, you know. I'm aware of that. But I feel like now is like with the new royals, so William and Kate and Harry and their kids, like them, I feel like they're going to be like a new generation of royals, you know, where they're doing their charity work. They're seeming a bit more down to earth. And we've had this conversation before. And it's like, you know, what my mum says. Oh, it's Diana. That's what every mum says. Listen, every mum in this country stands Diana so hard. And like I saw on Twitter, someone said, um, someone tweeted, why do Nigerian mums love Princess Diana so much? And someone else retweeted it and said, it's because they know how it feels to be married into a family that doesn't like them. (laughs) And I think that's why I like Diana as well, because she was like, always seemed to be the underdog and she was just a lot more rogue and a lot more human than the rest of the royal family. She was, she was just a bit more normal. Like when it was her um, 20th anniversary since she died this um, august yeah i made a video and it was like eight minutes long so i got to soak in all this information that happened because obviously i wasn't there like i well i was there i was six months old when it happened mm. like my mum told me that she remembers feeding me that morning like waking up feeding me and being told like the princess diana died like, i think she news. died a, a day the next day after my first birthday. Yeah. So my mum remembers watching it on the news with me. Yeah. Everyone remembers what they done what they were doing on that day, on and, that moment. Yeah, and every like it was just such a thing that affected the whole country, the whole world. So when you look at like how Harry and William are, it does even though you, you sort of didn't know her, the way they act differently to sort of older members of the royal family, it you can see it is reflecting the way they were brought yeah. up when they were younger. Like a bit of their mum's legacy. And like my mum raised a good point yesterday when we were talking about the engagement. And she was like, you know what? I'm just happy that they both got to marry the people they wanted to. Like the yeah. people they fell in love with. Yeah. The queen was probably the first person that married for love. Yeah. Like, properly. So even though she did marry a cousin. like We won't discuss that. They, they, <laughs> they, 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 I've read about this. This is weird. So I know a lot about the royal family. Royalist. So I read about how they started talking. and Or I watched the... Um, 
I think, oh, it was a documentary. I think it was called Elizabeth at 90 when she was 90. It might have been. Or it was her 60th um, Diamond Jubilee thing that she'd corresponded with Philip because he was obviously in Greece or wherever he was. And then they just sort of just like fell in love and it's just how it happened. And they've been together 70 years. But um, going back to Harry and Meghan, I'm excited for it. I mean, I like a wedding. So... Yeah, I wouldn't say I'm excited. Like, I'll be, you know, checking every day for updates. But um, I love a wedding. I love a wedding dress. So I can't wait to see what she'll be wearing and who she'll be wearing and, like, what other celebs are going to be there. But I think, if anything, the only thing I've been concerned about is, like, the press and people's attitudes towards this black princess. Oh, quote God. That, that, we no. are, that we are welcoming. And it's like, ah, I mean, like, She's she's just an American actress. She's not this like exotic alien fruit. Like if you thing. ask her, like, what are you? Which is a hella rude question anyway. She probably wouldn't even say African American because she's not. Mm. She's American. She just happens to be of mixed heritage, and pe- that is a big thing in the royal family. Like people, I feel like people have done it before, but not someone that's so directly linked to the succession line where it not a very big possibility but there is a possibility a very small one that you could one day these people could be reigning over the country so that's probably why they're like oh my god look at this like sort of thing yeah but i mean it's just like some of the like the the stereotypes and all that kind of nonsense has been dragged like into this like i remember the daily mail wrote about megan and the headline was harry's new girlfriend megan is almost straight out of compton and i was like what what are you talking about she grew up in la her dad like worked in film already yeah, like, he won an emmy she went to a private she Catholic has nothing go- to do with compton yeah that's cool like, she went to a private school the only thing the only reason why the daily mail linked her to straight out of compton is because she's half black yeah, but it comes down to that one drop rule she looks such so- she's got such light skin mm. but because she is half she could be a quarter and look like her. Mm. And it's that one drop rule. As soon as you're one drop black or something else, that's immediately what you are. You are the black princess. Yeah. Which it I... doesn't matter what she identifies with, which is unfair. Yeah, and it really bugs me as well because on the day the engagement was announced, I think I saw a piece in the Metro written by another like mixed race reporter. And she was like how Megan is now the like ultimate role model for all mixed race girls in Britain. I was like, no, she's not. No, she's not. And she was just saying stuff how like um, her beauty transcends like race. And I was like, no, what does that even mean? I don't really I don't get what that means. No, but it's like it, it. let's just take that quote Megan's beauty transcends race we can all agree she's cute she's pretty we've agreed on that yeah but like it it really doesn't transcend race if you if your looks happen to be like Eurocentric It, it doesn't transcend any race it doesn't break any barriers whatsoever she's probably two or three shades darker than Kate they could share foundation. She could work with it yeah, and use some work. bronzer. She, she Megan could make, could make the foundation work, okay? But, and I'm not denying Megan's blackness at all. I'm not denying the blackness of other mixed race women who happen to look like Megan. But, you know, when you've already got the fair skin, the straightened hair, the like 
pointy nose, the slim figure, you're not really breaking any kind of barriers. You're still pertaining to like Western society's idea and figure of beauty. By it just happens that, that your mum is black. But saying that she's, um, you know, an idol to all mixed race people in Britain, she didn't ask for that. Yeah. Like, you're giving her this role that she didn't want. And, you know, she clearly likes how she looks. She's made herself look that way. And that's how she wants to be seen. And, you know, if people are saying, oh, she's the black princess, and then people might be saying, well, she's not black enough. She might feel like she has to work towards that. Yeah. And then that's not necessarily how she wants to be. Do you know what I mean? So I think it's just unfair. People are putting a lot of pressure on her already because she is of colour joining the royal family. Yeah. I do think, I mean, if we're going to use that whole black princess title or whatever... I feel uh, like FYI, she won't actually be a princess. I just thought I'd put that out. There. Yeah, but since we're gonna like, since everyone's using that title or whatever, I mean, if if that is the kind of legacy and kind of ideal that she's already setting, I mean, I would I would really like it that once they're married and settled, and she does her like you know charitable duties that they all the family do. Yeah, I would be really you know impressed and happy if she spoke out about some of the like racial issues that happen in Britain and also the things that happen in the US because once she joins the family even though she you said that she's going to have to like get rid of her citizenship she's yeah. still going to she's she's still like an american she's well, still going to she, have that link so it will be I think nice she'll have dual citizenship it will be nice to see her like using her voice and i guess her perspective as a mixed race woman yeah to like insight some change to do with that but um, but I wouldn't expect that too soon because remember she's not British. Yeah, I wouldn't. So she doesn't. That. She might not know as much about it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. But she should. Uh, not that she should make it a business. It would be nice. But it, yeah, it would impress everyone. I think if she did learn more about race relations in the UK. Yeah. Because this is like an example of it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The, the fact, fact that, that everyone race has yeah. been such a topic. It, you're so right. That is the perfect example of how. Britain is nowhere near this dream post-race land that everyone's making it out to be just, just because of this relationship. No one, says anything. no one talks about race in Britain, and it's until we have an open and frank discussion about the the systems that are put in place to oppress people of color, it's we're not gonna we're not gonna have like a happy-go-lucky rainbows everywhere kind of country. It's not gonna happen. Yeah, because this country is so like it walks on eggshells when it talks about race, and I. It's, and it it's, it's like really British politeness me. taken to the extreme level. Yeah. People literally don't want to talk about it. And if they do, they're mo mostly vile people. So no names. I'm not going to mention any names. Yeah, but it's like everyone's okay to talk about race when it comes to voting out and making sure immigrants don't come in and steal jobs, mm, in quote marks. Move away from Brexit. This yeah, but be a good podcast. But it just, it just bothers me that how everyone can talk about race when it comes to that. But it's like yeah. we can't acknowledge this country's relationship with race outside yeah. of immigration all those other like boring topics yeah but yeah i just feel like if, if megan's gonna be a role model for all mixed race girls as this reporter has put it it has to be more than because of who you married like that doesn't make you a role model it just she wasn't a role model before no one knew who she was she was an actress i mean she was a successful actress who you know um is an ambassador for the un which she has done to give up. yeah who has done charity work before who was like you know given her support to feminists and that whole movement, yeah. which is great. In those respects, she can be a role model, but she 
<laughs> she 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 can't be a role model just based on the fact that she's happening to marry into a royal family. Yeah, but isn't that sort of what happened with Amal Clooney and George Clooney? So she's hosting the Met Gala, I'm sure next year. Is she not? Yeah, but she was a like she was a respected, inspiring woman before she married this aging Hollywood. To be actor. honest, though. I didn't know who she was. No, of Did course not. Like, a lot of people like, would she have hosted the Met Gala if she wasn't married yeah, but to George being, Clooney? Being known to the public doesn't mean you can't be inspiring. No. So it's like, okay, she, no one knew her name, but those who are into like, I guess, politics it's and huge, her business. She does, she's a human rights lawyer, isn't she? Yeah, those who were into that probably knew of her beforehand. Yeah. So I just don't think being with someone is an achievement. No. In by any means, but it's sad that people think that it is that it is her achievement. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not her achievement. Her achievement was... isn't catching a man. Exactly. As much as people might think that's an achievement, which it could be in these day and ages, but you know that's not her achievement. She's an actress in her own right. She's worked with kids and stuff in Rwanda. She's a UN ambassador. Yeah, she was successful before Harry came into the picture. But what also bothered me about that reporter? That reporter really bothered me. Like that whole article was a hot mess. <laughs> Where was it? The Metro. Yeah, on the Messy Planet Twitter account. I'll retweet that very problematic article <laughs> unless it's been deleted. Which if it has, I will tweet that also. <laughs> but make sure to follow us on Twitter. But um. Just the fact that why can't why can't mixed race girls just look up to anybody? Why do we have to only look up to mixed race? Yeah, you shouldn't have models. to look up to people that just look like you. Yeah, Obviously, then, representation exactly. is important, but like yeah. you don't have to look up to people that just look like you. Otherwise, <laughs> you would have a very limited like inspirational board as such. Well, half the women I look up to, I wouldn't then. Because, like, I love Michelle Obama. I love Oprah. What? Because I'm mixed race. I yeah, can't but that's, look up to that's these super women. weird because, like, my mum's a different colour to me. My mum's white. Um, so does that mean I can't look up to her because we don't look exactly the same? Yeah, like, it, it sort of makes no sense. And that's not fair. Or that's like me saying I'm not allowed to look up to my aunts because they're black women that are full black, yeah. whereas I'm, you know, only half. It's weird. Like, just say someone's a good role model and move on. Don't bring... You say someone's a good role yeah. model because of their personality, their and their traits, achievements. their achievements. Not because, oh, they're beautiful. And they marry a powerful man. If you want to look up to someone because they're beautiful, you do you. But I don't think she should be put on this pedestal of being this inspirational woman when she actually hasn't done anything yet yeah. in this new role. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So when when she is into the family and she's settled and she maybe starts putting her own stamp on their charity work, you know, because she'll have Harry's ear. That's going to be her husband. She'll yeah. be able to influence him. He'll be able to well, influence her. She'll be her. a duchess. She'll have her own, like, yeah. you know, so Until clout. she makes moves with her clout, then let, let's just, like, relax before we put that whole role model thing on her i think their first like official um their trip no their first yeah their first official thing as an engaged couple is this week mm. i think um friday really? i think yeah so as an engaged couple obviously when you're it's like when you're engaged to be married it's like you're essentially already a couple like obviously you were a couple before but now she's actually gonna be married into the family she starts doing things official that this is happening yeah so i think people will be watching her the pressure that she must be under to you know to do this it's i i would be crying every night i don't know how she was sitting on that sofa looking all beautiful in that emerald green dress just like, i mean i mean in that instance it's just any other like important interview yeah like as she would have if she was an actress and like going to the Oscars or whatever, or whatever yeah. her career was like. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> suits, suits. I hear is an impressive she series, 
And I imagine going to the Oscars. I'd say more like Emmys, Golden Globes. Yeah. Did it win those? I I imagine at some point she would have done done that. <laughs> I've she... never watched Suits. Neither have I. I probably will start watching it. Are you joking? No, it's, but I'm intrigued. There's about 10 series. I'm intrigued because everyone's like, oh no, that means her character's leaving. And I was like, okay. I read that her character try- was like written out like a year ago. Oh, shame. Well, I still No, because see. they knew it was going to happen. Oh. Like, or they knew like she was going to leave. Like they'd been pretty serious. <clears throat> so they were like, well, we Fair might enough. as well write her out now. Well, I still want to watch a few episodes just so like I get that contextual. Because I feel like everyone knows more than me and I don't like that feeling. So I'm going to watch a bit just to like, you know, just to get to grips with it. But then I, I don't know if I'll, if it's good, I'll carry on Imagine watching Imagine like leaving your whole life behind your to become a- career. I mean, you're leaving, you're becoming a duchess. So it's not a bad swap. <clears throat> you know, no, you get to be like, the person that you love and then you get to be in this high society role. Yeah, but it's like, I don't know her educational history, but it's like, imagine like, you know, going to drama school, then all these yeah. auditions, all these shitty like ad jobs. Apparently she was on Deal or No Deal. Like all of that. <laughs> no, I know. I read that. She was a suitcase. suitcase girl. Yeah, but all of that. And then it just kind of comes to a pause. Like, no, 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 forget that. You're in this really great TV show that everybody loves. You probably thought at one point, oh, you know, when I'm done with Suits, I'll maybe go on to do a few more films, maybe produce, maybe do this. Yeah. It's stopped now. You're going to be a duchess. You're going to fly around collecting flowers from children, hugging sick people. Yeah, but I feel like you you got to know what you're signing up for. Yeah, I mean, if she, if she really didn't want that He's life. not a normal person. Yeah. Like, you you know that. So, like, I was saying this, to, I think I was talking to my brother. Um, You know, like, when you date someone, I'm assuming that the whole point of it is, like, to get with them, like, forever, I guess. Yeah. I mean, can't relate, but... That's typically the goal, yeah. if you're dating seriously, yeah. Yeah. So she must have thought in her head, even in the first couple of stages, being in Botswana together, which was, like, a month after they met, very, very soon. Very lit. Very um, lit. That's I a mean, cool it's a, date. Yeah, of course. Uh, if you paid for her flight. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you invited me, babe. <laughs> imagine, yeah, yeah, I got your flight. Just check your email. EasyJet. Oh. To Botswana. Can you imagine that? <laughs> EasyJet to Botswana, right? She must have thought, if this goes well, like, I'm going to have to give up everything. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, definitely. But it's not really giving it up because if you're that much in love, I guess you will. Yes. And it's not like you're giving it up for, like, an unemployed, like, slob. I mean, he is un- unemployed. This is his job, okay? <laughs> this is his job. He's unemployed. He has his money, not from us, by the way. I must add, whatever. I told whatever. you where I told you where he got. His we're money not from. having this discussion. We're not talking about abolishing the royal family today. Well, be... I mentioned that I'm a royalist, so you have to fight I... your case while you're a Republican. Because a British Republican, by the way, not a not an American Republican. I do not think we should have a royal family because. Like, was it you that told me that someone worked it out that we roughly contribute like 10p? Every person in the country contributes Something 10p like to the royal family. A year, yeah. That amount of money doesn't bother me. Even if I contributed two pounds to the royal family. What bothers me is that they're already a very wealthy family without the public's contribution. Yeah. All of that money put together, everyone's contribution of 10p probably adds up to a hell of a lot of money. Yeah. Our NHS is crippling. Doctors and nurses have to go to food banks to survive. People that save other people's lives for a living have to go to food banks. Yeah. The housing market. I mean, I'm not saying this amount of money that we'd save from giving to the royal family would fix all of our problems. Yeah. But I feel like 
the priorities of this country are are just a bit mixed up and i feel like i would rather i would be a lot happier if i knew that that part of my money was going to something else like social services are under so much strain social workers are overworked and they are handling way more many cases than anyone should be like our mental um, health services are strained which is something that the royal family apparently care about like mental health and all that kind of stuff yeah and i just feel like the money that they would make on tourism people visiting like you know, the money the, they do make, they're the biggest tourist attraction. Yeah, exactly. So it's not like they would be broke without my Yeah, but they wouldn't be the royal family if, like, if you're saying you don't want them. They wouldn't be that to gain that tourism. Do you get what I mean? They would just be any old, any old higher society family. No, they would still, they would still definitely like symbolically, they would always yeah. be the royal family. I just don't feel like the public's money need, needs to like be squandered on things like that. But then again, I don't think that's the issue of the actual family. It's down to the government. The government decide how much money the treasury gives to the queen every year, like the queen, um, the their family thing, and it, I think it goes directly to the queen. It's not for the family. Yeah, but I never liked Tories anyway, so. I blame them. I don't think we should have a royal family either. <laughs> That's what I mean. I think it's down to the government, you know, and all, all this money to do with Brexit well, yeah, and 350 the million. the royal family and... aren't going to agree to abolish the, their own monarchy. It's going to take the country and the government to do that. But well, it nearly happened. Think... It nearly happened, like, before the Queen was Queen. Yeah, but I they just They were think... thinking about getting rid of it. I just think that the country's priorities are just a bit messed up and, yeah, it's just unnecessary. That's, that's my starts on the royal family. And the end of that conversation. We talked a little bit about it earlier. We were talking about, um, you know, what Meghan's going to wear. And obviously people have, like me included, I've started imagining my own wedding. More so than I did when Kate and Wills got married. Maybe that was a bit more ceremonial, so it didn't really feel like a w- real wedding. But yeah. it's like, oh, she's American. Is she going to go to... Kleinfeld's in New York. No. Meet Randy. <laughs> or like, just get a Vera Wang. She looks, she strikes me as a very simple gal. Let's jack you up. Yeah, can you imagine that? Put on a belt. <laughs> oh my God, say yes to the dress is absolutely life. TLC is the littest yeah, if channel. You, if you didn't know where Kleinfeld's is from, that's what we were talking about. TLC, say yes to the dress. And say yes to the dress Atlanta. TLC. Say yes to the dress UK, which is filmed in Lakeside. TLC, if you're listening, yeah. Listen, your channel is lit. Please sponsor us, yeah, because I was watching Hoarders yesterday. <laughs> I saw I this tweet. I can vouch. Into it. What else was I was watching? They've got another show called Behind Closed Doors, and it's literally um, cameras placed in regular families' homes, like around America, but you focus on three families. The tea was overflowing from the first 10 minutes. You've got one husband that cheated on the wife years ago and you've got um, one couple that's about to get married but they put the wedding off because the the guy keeps on texting his ex. Oh. You've got another couple who just haven't slept together in ages and now he's sleeping on the couch. Like, I'm here for the tea. TLC always provides. I was watching um, My Four Wives on oh, the other yeah, day, yeah, yeah. which in America is called Sister Wives, yeah. right? Which is a much better title, my I add. I guess. But it's just so weird. Like, not weird because people do it also illegal but it was like i was watching this show i was like i just want to know more about these families like how do they survive he has like 18 kids by four women and they all live together in like a co 
habitual place. I mean, black men do that with their baby mamas, so it's not that different. <laughs> yeah, but not the wa- not the wives living, no, co-parenting. But, yeah, but this is... Yeah, but I feel like this white guy's version is more efficient because everyone's under one roof. <laughs> he can keep track of all the baby mothers. I was just, like, confused. Like, where does he sleep? I thought they all had their own room. And yeah, they do, but just, does he just hop around? Or does I, he have his own room No, as well? I think he literally hops around. Honestly, yeah, and, okay, no, and that's when the beef comes into it because the sister wives, like their the wives, get they the get older jealous. wives get annoyed. Yeah, they're like, "Oh, new wife, no, thank you." And it's like, babe, from when you agreed to be another wife, like, no, but these women, I was reading about off topic, but they I agreed about. I read about it, and they um they grew up in like these fat types of families as well, oh, so they're weird. used to it. So it's one of them didn't. But then the the other three others did. Could you be a sister wife? No. Are you joking? No, no, no. Could you dabble into? Because it's no different from like polyamory. Polyamory. I, I, I think I could do that. You could be a sister I, wife. It's essentially cheating, though, isn't it? I guess if you have the consent, then it's fine. Consensual I couldn't be cheating. A, I couldn't do kids. Couldn't bring kids into it. I think that's not really healthy for kids to grow like. You've got mum one, mum two, mum three. Like, what? What? Well, no, like, you'll be the mum and everyone else will be an auntie. No, but that's it's weird because then you've got brothers and sisters who's your auntie's kids. Yeah, but you're so half brothers and sisters. Yeah. But you just call them auntie. I don't know why I'm justifying this. I couldn't be <laughs> a sister wife. I'm not justifying this, by the way. I'm I, just trying to normalise it. I think I could it. be into polyamory, I think. But how's that different from, is it just the whole official, like... Yeah, the wife. I think the title. I have a problem with that title anyway. I think to be someone's wife, it sounds a bit degrading. No, but that the person will be your husband. No, I know, but I feel like in like a patriarchal society that we live in, it would just be like Boy, this is someone, this I'm, is someone's wife. You are someone's wife. I'm now. trash because I know the minute I get married, I'm gonna want a wifey mug, a wifey. Oh no, his and hers phone cases. Yes. Thought, oh god. No, actually, maybe not that because um, I ordered a really nice phone case. By the way, <laughs> I'm gonna show you it next week. I went, but I wouldn't want. I wouldn't want that, but I'd want like a wifey like bumper sticker, a wifey. Megan, are you listening? <laughs> I want a wifey bathroom. No. I want everyone to call me Mrs. Whatever. Joshua. No. <laughs> no. I knew that was coming. When I went on holiday, there was this couple obviously on their honeymoon and they had vest tops that said hubby and wifey on I it. I love it. And I actually <laughs> wanted to push them in the pool. They were so obnoxious as well. They had their GoPro. But it's their honeymoon. You, know. you have to be. No, no, no. I was not there on their honeymoon. <laughs> I was there on my holiday. I didn't want to be dragged into whatever they were doing. Okay, but then you should have gone to St. Lucia because that is like top honeymoon destination. <laughs> yeah. Everyone was in couples and me and my friend were just there on Tinder, just like searching for all the fit boys around the pool, which there was none. Like 16 year olds <laughs> with their mums and dads. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it does make me excited about like, especially being on holiday, talking of holiday, people were getting engaged, someone got married there. Oh, that's so and nice. And I've been like into weddings all year. Like I'm tempted to go to a wedding fair, just chuck on a ring and pretend, get samples of champagne. I think because of, of patriarchy, we're just like automatically into weddings. <laughs> well, yeah, because most girls are like the bridal yeah. industry is targeted at women. Yeah, of course. And I am not mad because I love weddings. No, I I, I sometimes think, oh, it's not really going to happen for me. And then other times I'm like, I want this cake, these bridesmaids dresses, this 
tie. Absolutely. Like, guys, I'm so anal about my Pinterest boards. Like, I've got... So my Pinterest wedding boards, normal people have one Pinterest board. No. I've got about seven. You've got separate ones, which is so, like, organised. I've I've got got one. I've got separate ones. So, like, wedding locations in the UK, wedding locations abroad. I've got the decor for like the venue i've got flower i've got a flower board i've got a board for my bridesmaids i got a board for my wedding dress i got a board for his suit <laughs> right you know that's the one thing the groom gets to choose i mean i will have to approve i just it needs <laughs> to right, be perfect it's needs, not the met ball <laughs> it is it is my met ball and it needs to be perfect but yeah and they're all private as well because i started noticing yeah some people that i knew pinning my wedding stuff and i was like no this is not happening. Kim Kardashian already stole my wedding. No, you're not going to no, do it too. No, no, no. See, these these weddings, they they sound like they're going to cost like forty grand. I won't put that down on a house. Even that's not enough for a house. Exactly. So where are you living in London? <laughs> I want both. In a parking space. I want a house <laughs> and a wedding, and it's going to happen. Oh no, because then you've got to have a house to like move into after you're married. You can't live with your mum after you're married. I don't mind that. My mum already says I can't live with her after I get married, but... Well, then that you've got to get a house first. That's your priority. She's got to get... She wants to kick me out. <laughs> she needs to get a house for me. She's so rude. And she will listen to this and hear this. At the moment, my ideal bridesmaid's dress is white, which yeah. some people don't really like because they're like, oh, Brad, we should wear white. I used to hate that as well. I used to be like, no, no one is wearing white. Even if your shirt is white, you're getting kicked out. What? But I grew up... I saw uh, Beyonce's music video for Best I Ever Had and everyone was wearing white and black. And I was like, this is tasteful. Uh, white and black is a bit cheesy. No, but it wasn't, it wasn't strict. Second wedding. Yeah, no, it wasn't tacky. Like it wasn't um, strict to like her second wedding with Chris. Yeah. But like all the guys were in like dark, like, well, all guys wear as black suits, isn't it? And all the women you in the music video. You obnoxious person who will wear like a maroon suit. Yeah, definitely will happen at a Jamaican wedding. And then, but in the music video, all the other women were like in cream and ivory. So that's yeah. why everyone looked so good because it was all matchy matchy. But I like the idea of bridesmaids in white, but all different styles of dress. Yeah, like in Sex in the City, but yeah. that was a bit. And they've got like a halter neck, or like, and then a sweetheart. So like you'd match their shoulder. personalities. Yeah. Would or, you let them choose? Yeah, I'd I'd let them choose. Obviously, I'd pay. I'm not about people that make their bridesmaids pay for their own dresses. Yeah, because it's like it's you so can't unfair. you can't choose an expensive dress and expect everyone yeah. to pay. Do you want to be part of my wedding party, but you've got to pay? You know when people like yeah. do their own shoes? Like, no. Like, if I'm paying, I know I can be in control. Yeah. But, I mean, if you... It's, it just depends on your budget. But I feel like if you're not going to pay, like, you'll bang out of order if you choose, like, a really expensive bridesmaid's dress. Yeah, it is. It That's is out unfair. of order. Like, just go ASOS, call it a day. Like, it's not until I think about it. There's so many things to decide. Just on the bridesmaids, you've got to decide what dress they're wearing, what colour it is, how their hair is going to be. What if their hair can't get into that hairstyle? What are they going to do then? Mm-hmm. What's their makeup going to be like? Are you going to have a maid of honour, a matron of honour? Are you going to have kids' bridesmaids? Are you going to have a flower girl? Mm-hmm. What shoes are they going to wear? They're going to wear different shoes, same shoes. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's just on your bridesmaids. Alone. Yeah. How just many no, How many are you going to have? Well, are they going to be your friends, your family? Just your wedding party alone. That is like millions of decisions. Are you going to have your partner's family and your bridesmaids? what if you have like a a gay best friend are you gonna have a guy in your bridesmaids party yeah but i guess 
why couldn't he be in... Or you have a straight best friend. You don't have to be gay. No, like, not even that. Like... Why couldn't he just be in the... Because gr- if his family get to be in my bridal party... No, that's what I mean. Yeah. Are you, would you do that? Would you See, do look, families I'm, in bridal I'm party? I'm already beefing with my imaginary <laughs> husband. Like, if your sister's going to be in my bridal party, <laughs> my guess, gay best friend needs to be in your groom party. See, I don't know if I'd want to mix it because I think that would be... I don't know. Like, what if I'm not close with their their sister? Or like, do you have it you gender split up? Or... Yeah, but some people aren't. Yeah. Do you have it gendered? Like, do you have like, are you going to get married in a church? Do you have half and half? Or do you have just everyone first come first serve mix in? Obviously have the family at the front. But do you have it like this side and this side? Or I feel like though with Megan, because the royal family are paying for the wedding. Like they've, made, yeah. they've, they've said that. Yeah, but have they said, I mean, are they paying for it? They said it. Like themselves. Like out of, I'm assuming it's out of their money, not the taxpayers. Royal... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they didn't specify that because last the last wedding obviously was William, which is like ceremonial because he's going to be king. But I assume this one it would just be their money. I think it is because otherwise, why would they announce, announce it? That? Yeah. So, which is fair enough. No one can complain about that. So I'm trying to. Uh, so with given all of that in mind, because William's was more ceremonial, does that mean like Meghan will possibly have more freedom with her wedding in terms of like? The styles of the things that she chooses because I feel like with um Kate everything was picked for her yeah. and it was all very like how you'd expect it in the movies isn't it yeah. like they decide everything you wouldn't get a word in and you'll just have to deal with it and roll with it I feel like probably because Harry's had a bit more freedom so I feel like why wouldn't they extend that to his future wife so probably but obviously for argument's sake there is going to be like international relation people there so like members of other countries there i read somewhere i don't know i can't verify it that harry said trump's not welcome at his wedding definitely did not happen that yeah. would have been a top headline i, I know that's everywhere. what i mean i saw it someone tweeted it this way you can't trust everything you said on twitter someone tweeted it and i was like fake why have news I not, yeah why have i not seen anything so i don't know what that is but if she's like revoking her american citizenship then mm. he probably wouldn't want to come anyway no, I mean, that wouldn't be a reason for him not to come. He's still the president. But yeah. I imagine that, I guess because of her and her... I think just out of um, airs and graces, they will invite the, pres- like, the president but of the United she States. she doesn't like him. But given her personal like, <laughs> She made it very clear that she was a Hillary supporter. So I don't know if she would want him there. I still feel like I guess they'd you'd extend agree, it. You'd have to grit your teeth and just get through it. Yeah. And I, st- I definitely think Brack and Michelle will get an invite. Because they're like those exes that still get invited back to like family dinners and stuff. <laughs> that you can't get no, rid of. Because no. everyone loves them. That wouldn't happen if it was and my family. And did you see when Barack Obama like tweeted like, oh, Michelle and I want to congratulate Harry Meghan. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so sweet. And I swear it got like... 50,000 Everything likes. he tweets gets every... He's fire, you know. He's amazing. He's just like the biggest... Everyone biggest misses celeb. him. <laughs> but I definitely think they will get invited. Yeah, maybe. As friends. Because oh, it seems like Michelle and Harry like really got along. Like, it, sometimes it seemed like they had banter and I was like, what's Who going was it? on? Someone, was, it, was it Elton John? I can't remember. Someone said that Harry inherited his you know, charisma and the ability to put people at ease from Diana. So they said that that's why everyone he meets, they love him because he just has, he just gives that, you know, off that vibe that it's just easy with him. He seems like a lot more fun than his brother, but I guess because his brother is in line to be a king. Which is quite sad. I've always fancied William anyway. Everyone has until he started getting bald. No, I fancy bald William too. 
I'd have both of them. I like Hazard. I I love both of them. Although I think William would be the first choice. Not really fond of gingers. Oh, don't be me. I didn't know like like gingers went through shit. Like I didn't know it was an actual like prejudice. It's not until people until people have pointed it out to me. Well, a lot of people just don't like the hair color, so they're just like, I don't fancy you. No, but people actually treat it in the same vein as racism. I'm like, (laughs) but it's it's. I mean, no, they they do go through crap. I I know, but it's like you can dye your hair. I can't dye my skin and take the fat away from my lips and i mean i could get a nose you know what i mean though yeah, like, i yeah. can't get rid of my blackness you easier. can get rid of your gingerness to an extent yeah, but they don't want to they're proud of it no but i'm just shocked that like it's 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 seen in the same regard as racism it's not really people <laughs> no, it, it is who? it is oh my goodness if you it is if you go online like dead ass. there's always everything online there's no always- no but it's a thing like i asked my mom like mom because my mom knows everything everyone's mom knows everything yeah they do i was like mom is this a thing and she was like yeah and i was like what it's an actual thing like being prejudiced towards ginger people well, it's not prejudice though i guess it's just a, a, a i don't know like a preference yeah i was hella confused i was quite thrown off because I'm that. not really fond of blondes either, so it'd just be the same. No, I mean, like, I mean, yeah, but I don't think if I was designing my perfect husband for my wedding tomorrow, it would be someone with dark hair. There we go. Yeah, but I, no, I think with ginger people specifically, it's like they proper go through their own stuff. It's because it's really rare. It's like one percent chance of being ginger. But but on top of that, it's just a hair color. Like I don't know what the big deal is about it. Yeah, but it's, I guess it's and why th- they get picked for on. me. It's little things that come with it. So like eyelashes that you can't see. Yeah, that's like with blonde people though. That's what I mean. Ah, oh, okay. This that's is a recurring like theme people. with me. <laughs> I don't know why gingers. There's like a general consensus that no one likes them. It's it's the weirdest thing. I think it's a. I do think it's a white people thing. I've never heard a black person say, "Oh, he's a ginger. Move away from him." But I've heard <laughs> other white people banter with each other <laughs> like that, and I'm like, "What am I missing here?" Um, I've actually like I seem to gravitate towards gingers even though I don't like it's them it's because they too are persecuted <laughs> I'm telling you that's why but finding I, love in oppression it is <laughs> maybe this is why Megan and Harry Do got you know together what, right? so this is a thing I not, it's a thing that I have noticed ginger boys love girls of colour I have heard that as well like it's, I have, a, it's a thing I, it's because we are both oppressed <laughs> In quotes. Oh my god, Harry fits this. Yes! <laughs> That's what I'm saying! <laughs> Harry and Meghan, they both found love in oppression. Oh my god. Whatever found a, love in a hopeless place. Whatever <laughs> oppression Harry has faced. But as a ginger. As a ginger. But who's well loaded. they thought that his dad wasn't his dad because he's ginger, so maybe it stems from that. Oh, that's that's hilarious. It's sad. <laughs> hilarious is not the no but just because he's ginger well no it's because her like best friend or whoever it was james hewitt is ginger and oh, they sort of look similar <laughs> rumors of the 90s you know um the 90s were wild they were like they were wild. this whole when this whole anniversary thing of diana was kicking off in august like all the programs yo the amount of scandal her and charles got into i was yeah. like this is so lit. If Twitter was around back then, it would have been Can you imagine mad. when she went on Panorama, right? 
in the I think it, the nineties, and she said, "Oh, there was three people in this marriage." Can you imagine <laughs> what it would have been on Twitter? The mums on Facebook would have gone wild. Um, Diana's so great, too good for Charles. Tap 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 on the no, laptop. No, but could you, you imagine know it would be. if Instagram was a thing back then? Because you know, like a day after, like Charles and Camilla became public. Listen, Diana came out in that black <laughs> LBD. That was her revenge dress. It was off the shoulder. It was over the knee. Everyone would have been posting on Instagram saying, your fave could never, <laughs> your fave could never wear a revenge dress like that. Like, honestly, if social media was around back then, oh, the drums, the drums. Rest in peace, Diana. Yeah, she was a good lady. Another thing about Harry and Meghan, even though, like, I don't think... This relate this marriage is a big deal because she's not because her her appearance still pertains to that Eurocentric. She's not a girl from beauty. South London called Shaniqua. She's not dark skinned She hasn't got yeah. horsey Afro hair. Like her, her her face isn't groundbreaking in terms of like the aesthetics of the royal family and what they like to be associated with. I imagine. But what yeah. I will really appreciate is like when they started dating and all these reports and newspapers were saying this really stereotypical shit about Megan and her family. And they were getting into a divorce and yeah, things like that. He was like, well, no, he released an official statement yeah, through the palace, the palace saying yeah. like, basically denouncing all of like the, the racial commentary around it yeah. and people being nosy and trying to like meddle into her family's life. And in that moment, I was like, wow, this powerful white, you know, figure of the British monarchy is standing up for his, you know, babes, his girlfriend, who's a woman of color, <laughs> yeah. and you know, and he's saying like, stop this racist bullshit. That is what I can appreciate. That's what I mean. I feel like that's why I'm kind of like this royal family because it's things like that. It creates a turning point from like the old, you know, morals to the new ones. And the royal family never comment on personal things no, like that. Never. They never address this like tabloid bullshit. It's like beneath yeah. them. But for him to be like, nah, ban that. Release a statement. I kind of feel like those kinds of actions of love and I like, think understanding. from then people knew it was serious. No, not even that, but like those kind of actions of like love and understanding and equality, which should have been there anyway. But I think hopefully it will like really like drill home the message to people in this country that racism is real. Yeah. You know, these stereotypes are dangerous and that, you know, you, he disapproves of it, which he should be anyway. But it was nice that he made a public point of it. And I hope that... If he had Twitter, he would have tweeted it. Yeah. I don't hope things like that continue to happen to her. But I do hope that in the future. she will make him more aware of these issues that she's yeah. been through in America and, you know, growing up. Because she has been open about, you know, being mixed race and how she was treated, how her mum was treated. And I hope that will make him want to explore race relations in the UK. Yeah. Because otherwise, like, I don't... If nothing positive like that comes from this, then I don't really care about the But wedding. at the end of the day, it's, you know, you fall in love, you fall in love with someone because they're a different colour. I know you, sh you should make a point of learning about relations, but it's the same as if, like, going back to, like, my family, my mum doesn't see me as mixed race, she sees me as a daughter. Like, it's not, it's not that whole, oh, I don't see colour argument. It's just that, you know, you're, it's, you're just, you just love this person regardless of what they are. Yeah, but she acknowledges, like, the difficulties you will go through as yeah. a mixed woman. Like, yeah. whether it be through getting a job, the pressure to 
like not used personally but yeah. the pressure to wanting to be lighter skinned to have straight hair like even though she won't see color in that sense yeah she will automatically hope or hopefully be aware of those things that you face well, i mean his kids will be part black they will be part, right? You genetically people, people always get like, oh, you're a quarter, you're not really man. No, but they're not. But what I mean mm. is like when it comes to being mixed race, aesthetics play a very large role in how your life is going to be on the planet. Yeah. So if I if I'm mixed, I'm half Asian, half black, um, and so is my sister. My sister is probably near Megan's colour than she is mine. But but we're the same mix, have the same parents. Yeah. She has straighter hair, she looks just like my mum. She's going to have a very different experience on how people treat her, how, you know, um, romantic partners view her and treat her. And she's going to have that different experience to me. So aesthetics play a large role. Their kids are probably going to come out looking just as pale or if not paler. So I don't think they will exactly. And plus, they'll be growing up in the royal family. So I don't think they will experience as much as no they won't experience it as much but they're a throwback and they come out like that's what i mean some genes are dominant like i mean beautiful curly hair afro hair well she has curly hair and curly hair is a dominant trait yeah so So they could have curly hair which is you know there's not completely unheard of white people having curly hair yeah, yeah yeah but they could have curly hair so you who like who knows what their kids will be like but i think if you do have a responsibility if you have children with a person of colour, you have a responsibility to sort of take care of your children in terms of race and how they're viewed and their past and stuff. If you're like a white parent or a parent that's, well, in this case, if you're the white parent, you do have that responsibility yeah, to your children. It's important. Not prob- maybe like even more so than you do to your partner. Yeah, because that's, that's yeah. your baby. Yeah, yeah, that's your part of you. So I, I'm not looking forward to it, but like I, I feel like this will be a good thing to see how Harry is, I guess, in terms of relations. I think it will come down like after when he has children. I think that will be when it will be like the the big thing and we'll get to see a bit more about it. Yeah, I mean, I hope it opens a dialogue about race in this country because if if that doesn't, I don't know what will make this country like realise how messed up it well, is. Well, there's here. always the fact that Trump retweeted some Britain first videos. Oh my goodness. Okay, we cannot get into that today because it we already like at a almost an hour. Yeah. yeah, let's not even get into that today. But um should we end it? Yeah. Thank you so much for listening if you have made it this far already. Please, please, please tweet us your opinions at Messy Planet. Just about anything we've discussed, like interracial relationships, Meghan and Harry's marriage, the royal family. Send us your ideas, your Pinterest boards, if you've got a dress that would look nice. I mean, I'm not going to show you mine because it's my wedding. Um, you can share yours. I'll put mine. I'll, Maisie I'll, will share her ideas. I'll be the MVP. I'll share my wedding ideas. You will see my wedding on Brides in about 10 years. So if it's still around. So mm-hmm. buy a copy of that. <laughs> Digital only. <laughs> on your iPad. <laughs> but um, yeah, thank you for joining us and we'll be back soon. Bye. See you later.